Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, my good buddy, uh, G.E., Gary Ellerson, former Packer Badger running back, my partner for the Green and Gold Post game. So, G.E., how you been, buddy? Good, buddy. How are you? I am doing well. I uh, I thought this weekend, and you tell me if I'm wrong, the fact that I saw March not only with, you know, led by Giannis, but the fact that I've seen young and old, black and white, Hispanic, straight and gay, you name it. I mean, I have seen many, many people come out. And it seems like this is something that is actually going to stick. Do you feel that way? Yeah, all over the world. Um, not just here in the United States, but it's, it's global. And I think we've never seen anything of, of this magnitude. And I think you're right, Bill. If you look back to the march on Selma with, uh, with Dr. Martin Luther King, uh, you look at that snapshot of that picture, and it was completely different than what we see right now. Even if you look back to, I think Obama did it again. Uh, he marched over the Selma Bridge. I think they were celebrating the anniversary there. And that even snapshot of like five or six years ago even looked different from now. And what we do know that uh, when Obama was his presidency, when he won um, the presidency here in the United States, I think it was mostly uh, based on a lot of white votes, young white votes. And I think we saw the movement then um, change or turn uh, just a little bit. So, yeah, it's great uh, that we have um, a lot of white brothers and sisters who are, uh, are with the cause. And you're right, a lot of you know other different races that are making this all work. And, you know, the bottom line is um, blacks are in the minority, and we always will be, which means that we can't do it by ourselves. It's going to take uh, white brothers and sisters like you, Bill, um, to help us uh, with this movement um, and eradicate what, I guess, what, um, not even I guess, but it's what Colin Kaepernick set out to do. He gave a voice to what, you know, some years back, three, four years back. And I guess a lot of people just went on board then. I think, But I think now with what happened um, in Minnesota, 
Um, I, I, this brought it to the forefront um, of everybody's attention. The uh, when we talk about Colin Kaepernick, um, I, I think, and I had mentioned this. I said, look, he had a message, and I think Colin, while he, he was kind of on on an island. And it ended up, it got convoluted. It became about the flag and patriotism and military. And, and then he was, you know, wearing the, the pig uh, socks. And I, I think it kind of fell on deaf ears after a while. This, I think when I start to read things, because early on, we're talking about rioters uh, and looters and violence. And people say, well, if you care about that more than you care about what happened to George Floyd, then you don't get it. And, you're, and finally, what we saw was protesters and marchers and message bearers stand up with the police to say, enough. We're not going to have the looting. We're not going to have the rioting. We're not going to have these people infiltrate our message. And I think this is the strongest that I've seen this, uh, something like this, universally in a long, long time. And when you see the protest uh, on the uh, police capitol in Cincinnati and all of the officers came out and knelt for the eight minutes and 40-something seconds, and when they went there and said, look, we're still going to protect you, but we're going to protect the city, but you're with us and we're with you. And then you hear the cheers. It was just a moving moment. And then you read about what went on in New York and in Brooklyn and what you read, what went on in Spokane, Washington, where they all banded together. I just think that there's this wave that's kind of good right now. And it's, it's, you, you kind of want to ride it and, uh, but you want to continue the message and just continue the message in many different ways. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, you talk about Colin Kaepernick just a little bit. You talk about the pig socks. What about the Fidel Castro shirt I believe he wore? He's not absolved from mistakes uh, along the way. I, I think what you saw is a young man that had a belief, um, had a cause in mind, but no real structure in place on how to go about doing it. Because I think if you first remembered, he was sitting. He sat. He didn't kneel. Right. And then I think he uh, talked with the, uh, Green Beret, uh, Nate Boyer, and Nate uh, had served our country. He says, hey, man, if you really want to do this the right way, I think you should kneel. And that's where the kneeling came about. Listen, Bill, I think a lot of people have made a lot of mistakes. Um, I think it goes um, – if you look at Josh Hader's history uh, that we saw, that some of the things he did while he was young and to the man that he is now – uh, bring it fast forward to Drew Brees. Um, I think it takes a man to stand up and um, say that he's sorry in, in front of um, the whole you know, world. And I think that's what Drew Brees did. And then you saw the president come out and, and say something about Drew Brees. And then Drew Brees doubled down on that again and came out further with the state. I forgive Drew Brees. And so you're right. When you said one person at a time, yeah, that's that's what it is, Bill. That Drew Brees. Now what Drew Brees has to do from here, Bill, is he's got to prove it, right? Words right. are one thing, but now you need to see action from Drew Brees. And so he'll have an opportunity to do that. I mean, that, the, the guy has given a lot to the state of Louisiana uh, when they had the Hurricane Katrina there in New Orleans. Right. He gave a lot back. So he has a good heart. I and now I was going to ask you about that um, because Drew Brees uh, said he wants to be more active and, and and we don't want to forget about the actions between right. him and Sean Payton and the communities they went into to help everybody during Katrina, but I said for the NFL specifically Roger Goodell and some of the owners that have been more staunch in the opposite direction, uh, words are one thing, but I think Kendricks and those guys in Minnesota had a point when they said you need to do something besides write speeches, you know, and how far would it go to whatever march there happens to be that is a, even if it's a small local march, but to see Roger Goodell in there 
much like we saw Giannis walking the streets this weekend, does Roger Goodell, does some of the owners, do they need to step out and say, okay, we're with you, we're going to lock arms, whether it's, it's with whites or blacks or Hispanic or you name it, uh, we're going to walk with you to say that change must happen. I think that would go a much longer way than having Roger Goodell just come out and give us a YouTube speech. No, no doubt about it, I think. But I think it's a first step, right? Because right, right. Roger, Roger Goodell was against this. And once again, that's like Drew Brees, right? And what, what you were saying, uh, Bill, one person at a time. Roger Goodell was against this whole thing. First things first, he comes out making and this was on Friday. And to me, I think it was almost a clap back again um, at our president because I think he came out and said that we all must stand uh, patriotic, hands to the heart. That's how he was, you know, that's how he thought things should go. And then you, not long after, you heard this thing from Roger Goodell. And so that he's supporting the players. And he was a guy that was against this whole thing. So to me, I think I think we're we're gaining speed from the powers that be. And listen, I don't know um how this is gonna go with Roger and the owners. We do know that Jerry Jones is against this. I, I would suspect that um that that there are some owners that are gonna be against kneeling. I think there will be some owners that will be okay with it, but that is the way of the world. I mean everybody is not gonna be on the same page, but I think it's a movement that has to continue. I just don't know what the end game is. I don't know how we you know what where we go from here after the marches. I think there's gonna to have to be some laws um amended. There are gonna to have to be some laws in the books eradicated in order for us to try to move forward. Yeah, I don't know what they would be. Um, I do know. Well, how about this, Bill? You don't even have, in the state of Georgia, the Aubrey kid was killed in the state of Georgia, and they recently released the tapes on that where they had the guy stand over top of his dead body and they call him the the, the N-word and all those types of things. You know, they... You, you look at the laws in Georgia. They don't even have a hate crime law in Georgia. Are you kidding me? Right. In the in the rural south, you don't have a hate crime law. So they got to go to the federal to try to get the hate crime law. So so small things like that, I'm saying. So we talk about laws. Those are types of things, the laws, is, I think, can make a difference. I think there are some laws within the police force and their unions that, that can make a difference. Because now a lot of everybody's talking about black-on-black crime, right? We just had Richie Carwell just died, got killed the other day. African-American former football player got killed by someone else. And it immediately, you know, when you have black on black crime, that guy is taken to jail right away. He don't get to sit at home yeah. for and then collect pay for like three, four days or a month or or whatever. He goes to jail right, right away. So I think those are some of the things if you're looking at cops and we got this thing on film. We saw him murder this guy in the streets, but he gets to go home and kind of hang out for a while. I mean, so 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 those so those are some of the things. And and the police chief did did what he could, right? I mean, he right. fired both of those guys right away. And then see, that's all he could do. Then he had to wait for the process uh, right. to take his course. Yep, no doubt, uh, Gary. We've come a long way. Got a long way to go, and uh, we'll just we'll, when when it's pertinent, we'll continue to talk about it, man. Always we'll good to talk to you, my friend. And uh, well, right, I'm, I'm sure we'll see each other soon. Okay. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Gary Ellerson joining us for a couple of minutes. And I know uh, we've kind of inundated you with a lot in the la- in the you know last 45 minutes of the program. But it's uh, certainly been something that's been topical, that's been front of mind, that's been discussed. A lot of eye-opening things happening this weekend. And sometimes you just need to step back and say, here it is, and, uh, and then discuss it. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.